Last time I checked, I was still a kid. Childish, childish. This all freaks me out. Hey, Greg, what did we talk about on this week's Childish? Oh, my God. I just remembered. You slept on a houseboat. I had a thousand questions. Yeah, I always pictured if I was going to be sleeping on a houseboat, uh, it would be my wife just caught me cheating. Mm. I started drinking again. I'm running from the government. But this is like high-end Seattle houseboat. Yeah, it's a sleepless in Seattle moment. Yeah, I would listen to this week's Childish so you can hear all the details. Yeah, and then also stuff happened for me. Oh, boy, did they ever. Speaking of sleeping, Mm. four humans in my bed. And a dog. The dog's one of the humans. Okay, listen wherever you listen to podcasts. New episodes every Wednesday. Childish, oh shit. Last time I checked, I was still a kid. Childish, childish. This all freaks me out. Childish, oh shit. How can I pet when I'm still a kid? Childish, oh shit. Who the hell does Hey everyone. Hi. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I'm sitting here in what I think is officially dubbed the pod cabin. And I'm sitting here with uh, producer Tony Thaxton. We have not settled on a nickname for you yet. And my guest, Jimmy Pardo, who is having some headphone trouble, which is not a ringing endorsement for the pod cabin. (laughs) Let's get this squared away. Uh, uh, you're not hearing anything. There we go. Now I'm hearing something. Okay. I heard nothing in my, uh, the earlier uh, situation. Uh, I was hearing you better just coming from you across the table than I was. Then with the headphones These on. These can go way up. These can go way up. The pod cabin's not... My ears are not adjusting to the pod cabin. Oh, no. I mean, the name Is of it. Is it the My ears don't oh. like the name of it. Okay. Do no, you have a- I love it. You do? I, w- I, w- I wish to God I had a pod cabin. I can't, I can't like a name more for a venue. Venue? <laughs> <laughs> venue? This is... I'm... I'm recording in this venue. Yes, this <laughs> I love is the that. venue of Matt choice. Gorley named it Podcast Cabin. Uh, but that's not Pod Cabin. We shortened it. You did. I I did. I don't inspired know. Inspired by Matt. It was inspired, inspired by, by Matt Gorley. Yes. Now wait. Now didn't you give him a, a nickname that he's not buying? Like- oh, Tone Zone. Uh, why are I you against Tone no, Zone? Th- Let's go to the Tone that, Zone. That one's fine. It was. It was more. Uh, Jackie Johnson was on the show. I was. I was amongst nothing but ladies a few weeks ago on the mm-hmm. show, and then Jackie pitched the nickname Tamthax. <laughs> no, yeah, I love it. Exactly. What do you mean you love it? I love it. No, that if that oh, sticks, he should quit. <laughs> <laughs> if you start calling him that, I, I insist he quits. What happens is someone will pitch a name, and for that entire episode, I will pretty much call him that, and then I'll think, oh, we've really found it. Like Arden Marine suggested Beast, and that one really seemed to have legs. Well, you know, our interns called the pop, we call him the pop, he's the pop culture beast. So oh. uh, so let's check in with the pop culture beast. Yeah. That's the pop culture beast himself, Gary right. Cockrell. So if you took Beast, That's there will be lawsuits. Okay. I wasn't even thinking about that. What do you think that. of that sentence, by the way? There will be lawsuits. There will be lawsuits. I love it. <laughs> uh, it's very... Well, I didn't say lawsuits. You're giving me too oh, much credit. there will be lawsuits? I was like a caveman. It oh. just was horrible. Of like well, a litigious caveman. Yeah, yes. <laughs> um, All right. I, I'm going without headphones because this is disastrous. 
What's happening in the pod cabin, Tamfax? I have See? no idea. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> uh, I can hear you guys better without those. I think this was the first episode in forever that right before we recorded, I didn't, I didn't check and say, everyone good on headphones? Yeah. And it's then look what the happened. Beast. The Beast would be is better than that. This is classic Tamfax. It really is. Come on, Tone Zone. <laughs> we also tried no robe Tony for a while because it came Which, out in an episode that he does. He only wears a robe when he's in Japan, as one does. That sounds. That's not exactly how it was. I mean, that's technically, exactly, that is exactly what he said. He said, "I only wear a robe when I'm in Japan." When do you wear a robe? Never. When I'm in a hotel. I don't even do it then. I find really? them to be in the way. Like I don't need that. Yeah, I've never felt the need to have a robe, I, and I'm but, not comfortable in them. Yeah, except for when you're in Japan, though. Don't don't pretend you don't wear a robe in Japan. And when they give you a little robe in the in the room in your hotel you room, wear, like a so. silk kimono. No, and it was you know it was just the dumb thing of like you you put it on, you take a photo, you laugh, and then you and move that's on. it. You're yeah. not lounging. No, around no, in no, it. no, 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 no. If I'm in a hotel, I will. I will get out of the shower, put my hair in a towel, and then sit around in a robe and you, think this is the life. You will. But it, at home, I so I own more than one robe because I'm always like I want to make that life my life, and then I never ever want to wear them because it's like too loud. Too loud. <laughs> they are loud. That's the problem with robes. They're noisy. <laughs> Everything well, you wear a corduroy robe, right? <laughs> That's oh my why. God. It's, my, it's my vinyl robe. <laughs> that was such a weird Freudian slip. What were uh, you it's going too hot. for? Hot. But okay. meanwhile, I was. <laughs> I was. It's the venue, Tony. <laughs> I'm having oh. concerns about the venue. You worried about the pod cabin? I'm worried about the venue. Uh, it suddenly sounded like a little weird and crackly in my left ear. Is the recording okay? It, it's, it's, Everything is fine on okay. my end, and I, but go. I plug into a different input than the rest of Maybe you guys, I'm just so gonna it's fine forgo. for me. I'm going to talk to J-Pard like a real human being. I, I, Do you I, hate it? That's not going to catch. <laughs> it's going to catch no, with me. No, it you, won't. I'm telling you, you it, it will not. What do you accept? I, I'm comfortable with Jimmy. I'm, I seem to be okay with that. <laughs> I'm comfortable <laughs> with my first name. Um, I, I never, mean, technically a nickname. What? Technically a nickname. Right, it is for James, of course. Right? Um, I, I grew up, it was Pards and I always hated it. It was a Pards mm. and that was my, you know, like, uh, the, the O'Connors and the O'Briens, they were OC and OB and OD and that sort of thing. Uh, now you're <laughs> this is, this is the most chaotic episode. Oh my episode. God. And, and honestly, there are guests that I've had where I wouldn't care whether I appear to have my shit together, but Jimmy is someone that I would actually like to seem like I know what I'm doing. Why? In front of. I, I would think I was the opposite. I know, because I'm comfortable with you. Right. But, ooh, something just happened in my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> something good. Whatever you did. Oh, wait, something good? Yeah. Hang oh, on. no, it just stopped. Maybe I'm back. It just cut out. No, you. We were back for a second and then we lost I think, it. I think you need a new splitter here. That's my okay. guess. That's my guess. Yeah, I had it for a second and then I lost it. Okay, this sound... I didn't have my headphones on, but I suggest a splitter. Has that come up yet? <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, it did? Mm-hmm. Oh. Just a second ago. Okay. I, um, I couldn't hear anything. I do think... I think some of this is funny. I think some of this we should cut out. Some of it might be a little too much. All right, let's... Right now, on air, let's go... Through what parts <laughs> okay. you think were funny. All right. Check your notes. Okay. All right. Uh, because of the issues with the venue, I did not even have a chance to properly introduce my guest mm. who will only answer to the name Jimmy or Jim sometimes. No, I will answer to something if I, if I like it. I just haven't heard one that I like. All right. Host of Never Not Funny. Mm. Been podcasting for 13 years. Is yes. that right? Uh, stand up. A father, mm-hmm. 
uh, are you still doing the warm up? No, I've been gone since uh, I did Conan until 2015, and then I did season two of Sarah Silverman's "I Love You, America." Oh, and cool. then and that's it. All right, but that's but it. you had an you used to do that. Yes, nobody has uh, offered me a, a new version of that, mm. uh, and it would have to be the right one. Like Sarah uh, begged me to do it for, for she's like begged me to do season one. And uh, I was, uh, I'm not a warm-up. I did it for Mr. O'Brien, and that's it. And then when she came to me for season two, my ego seemed to realize uh, that that would be fun mm. and quit being on your high horse, you a-hole. And so I took it, and I loved it. What changed? Um, you know, I think just to uh, open up my mind a little bit to it, and I love Sarah Silverman, and I love the show. And to be part of it in any way, shape, or form, I thought would be a cool thing to do. And uh, I really enjoyed it. That mm-hmm. was uh, I enjoyed doing it for Conan for all those years. I mean, I did it for seven and a half years. Um, but the uh, the Sarah one was that was even easier than the Conan one. It was just easy breezy, and and she was always so complimentary to the audience about me mm-hmm. every night that or once every week that it was like, why wouldn't I want to come here? Right. Uh, so it was fun. Right. Why was it easier than Conan? Uh, it was a smaller crowd. It was only about 50 people. Mm-hmm. And they were all, I mean, they're all there to see Sarah Silverman's political show. So they all had the same kind of political bent. And so, you know, you could uh, talk about things more freely than I could at the Conan show. I also, like, uh, they seemed to be okay. I mean, they're about to hear Sarah Silverman say the C word. So if I said something, uh, they're not going to go, oh, my good Lord. Right. Nobody would get upset language-wise. So, like, it... um uh, not that I need to swear, but it just seemed a little more relaxed mm-hmm. is, a, is a good way to put it. And the Conan gig was really relaxed. So it was even more relaxed. Even more relaxed, yeah. Even more relaxed. And you also host Players Club. Well, Players Club is the... No, what am I saying? Playing, playing games. <laughs> you you do host Players Club, well, players but Cl- also playing players games. Players Club is, is the, 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 the subscriber yeah. second episode of... Never not funny. Right. So um, so technically you do host that. Yeah. You host that. It's an option for the super fans of Never Not Funny. Yes. But what I meant is playing games. Playing games with Jimmy Pardo is yes. a wonderful game show uh, where I interview somebody for a few minutes and then we take phone calls and then uh, those are the contestants uh, who play the game. And it's uh, basically, you know, we're not reinventing anything. It's, a, you know, just a Q&A trivia sort of thing. Mm. And it's fun. It's all about fun. I, I love fun. Yeah. It's one of my top favorite things to have. Wait, you were a guest on it in... No. Uh, yes, you did. No. Remember, you came out. Oh, you were supposed to. No. You screwed me over so badly. This is... We have... Co- this is the third time you've been on the show. We've covered this. I know. I think that you even owe me money because of it. Why would I owe you money? Because we had a bet. Oh, do I owe you money? Yeah, I think you owe me money. <laughs> um, And... We have a difference of opinion about what actually happened. Because yeah, we, you have, cont- we have the correct one, my version. No, mine. And whatever nonsense you've come up with. <laughs> Refresh my memory of your uh, my, what I think, take on this. Okay, all right. This is worth revisiting. Okay. You and I were both performing at Sketchfest. Yes. Uh, you asked me if I would like to do, to come on a live playing games yes. and do charades. That's right. And I said... I would love to. Full disclosure, I am I've never played charades before, but I'm gonna do a bunch of research. Okay. So this is something like that. And then I began <laughs> research. Well <laughs> I feel like there's gonna be a lot of like I'm gonna look up how to play it, is what I mean. I'm gonna find out I, I'm gonna become I'm gonna become yeah. Allison Charades Rosen. <laughs> You'll okay. I'll be God's gift to charades. I'll change the game, but play okay. it in a faithful uh-huh. way. Mm-hmm. So I had already begun 
uh, researching, which Just I think is a fair. Research. I think it's a. I think it's, it's an appropriate word. It, so, it, it, it tones owns defense. <laughs> it sounds a little um, grandiose. Oh. for for learning how to play charades. <laughs> I feel like charades takes like a a sentence to explain. Yeah, and, not the way I was gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> so. I was going to Google it, but I mean commit to it. Okay. So I had already started my research, <laughs> which mm-hmm. still, I hear what you're, I hear what Tone Zone's saying. I hear your defensive TAM facts. I still think mm-hmm. research is appropriate for the way I was approaching it. And then I got this email and I already was like deep. I was watching videos of gameplay deep into it. Okay. I was like playing games with myself regard, like giving myself like, Oh, if they said this, what would I do? You know, learning all the hand gestures and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Cause there's some mm-hmm. elaborate gameplay. Okay, so sure. then I got an email from J parts. Nope. I'm sorry. Not a fan. <laughs> it speaks to my feeling about the email. Oh, I see. All right. <laughs> it said, Oh, you're off the hook. You're off the hook. Um, and I uh, I just think for the first time we do this live, we should have someone who's familiar with charades. I did not say that. I think you did. You brought in a ringer? Well, And then! <laughs> here's the problem with it. That, that was not our first time doing it live. So that... No, uh, the first time you were doing charades live? No. Don't, do even... you want to lose more money uh-huh. that you didn't pay me? <laughs> what do I owe you? I'll pay you right now. Well, I named the episode Jimmy Pardo Owes Me $20. So, so $20 then? Yeah, but I feel but like there was I another. I think we bet on it, and then we both looked up the emails. I, look, I don't make me go back and listen to the episode. No, don't. I can't imagine <laughs> I'm just kidding. I listened to some of it earlier. It was quite good. Um, <laughs> here's the thing. When I have a repeat guest on, I like to go back and yeah. listen to what Makes we talked sense. about last time so that we don't do what we're doing right now. <laughs> so, so yeah. we're doing it. We're, we're breaking your rule. That's okay. Um, yeah. And I'm pretty sure you said that you don't think you should you should have someone who's familiar with the game the first time you do it live. I swear you said that. And it, this wasn't last year, though. It was the year before. The uh, 2007-18. Wait a minute. 18's one? It was 2018 Sketchfest. It was? <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. Yes, I'll take your so word for it. You had you brought in Jordan. Yeah, Jordan Morris. Yeah, from the Jordan Jesse Go podcast. Right, Mister Charades. <laughs> you know him. Yeah, I mean, you get a you get an opportunity to get Mister Charades. Why would you? Uh, I was going to be Mister. I had to let you down easily. I mean, here we got the. Uh, Do you remember what the crux of our disagreement about how it all went down was, though? Because it seems that you're agreeing with everything I'm saying. I don't disagree with anything you're saying. Okay. My take was that you said something in your initial email that led me to believe that you really didn't want to do it. Yes. So when I wrote, you're off the hook, I truly thought I was doing you the biggest favor. Exactly. But but you weren't. I was just being overly... I was like shooting myself in the foot with my honesty. <laughs> I was like, I feel like I have to let you know this. I, but I really did want to do but it. But see, here's the thing. Is I wouldn't have fought that because part of the joy of that particular game is the person being bad at charades makes it funnier. So I wouldn't have fought you on that. So I don't know... I must have... Where did our wires get crossed, Jimmy? Well, I don't know. There's <laughs> where did, I know. Uh, I, I blame society in a way. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think... Didn't you also say that you have dinner plans or something? And No, I said... <coughs> I said, out of curiosity, like, what is the timing of it? Right. Yeah. So I really thought I was... I, I, from the bottom of my heart, I thought 
well, she doesn't know what charades is and maybe doesn't want to do it to begin with. She's being nice to me. Mm. And she's also got these dinner plates. Like, there were two reasons kind of for me to go, well, she doesn't really want to do it. If you're looking, if you're looking for that. Well, I am by saying, what's the time frame? I have dinner with friends. No, I didn't say that. I just said, no, no rush. I'm just figuring out the evening or something. I see. Shoulders down. I I will relax. (laughs) Uh, I will take full blame for this. And if I owe you $20, I will pay you the $20. Well, thank you. Um, Do I truly owe you $20? You can keep the $20. I'm not going to. A bet's a bet. Well, I don't remember. Be careful with this. I, uh, Jimmy once lost a bet to me and wrote me a check and in the memo wrote, hand job. (laughs) Well, this is cash. That is an old joke between my (laughs) former roommate, Pat Francis, and I. We would do that for our rent checks to each other. We would write that sort of thing. I love that. Because that's when you had to bring a check to the bank. Oh, yeah. I was very glad for mobile deposits. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Well, here's your $20. Thank you. I... Um, Listeners will have to let me know if if this is truly my money because well, I, I will remember. see you again at some point, and if it's not, you will give, give me the back. $20 that's back. That's right. That's right. Question. Yes. What is your naming convention for episodes? Well, that's all Matt Belknap. I have nothing to do with it. Okay. I have nothing to do Do you have thoughts it. on it? Because I have started this thing where I decided instead of doing like Jimmy Pardo, Jimmy Pardo returns, the return of Jimmy Pardo, mm-hmm. Jimmy Pardo again, Jimmy Pardo returns again, which is what I was doing before, or just the name. I'm going to do like a, a sentence, like for example, Jimmy Pardo owes me $20, or okay. so-and-so says this, or and it has turned... The listeners like it. The feedback has been good. Okay. But in general, I just like, why did I do that to myself? Because now I got to figure out like what encapsulates this episode. Well, that's what Matt does. Matt has to figure out what it is. Like it was, uh, you know, Kevin Nealon was on recently and he's got that new hiking thing. And so I think it was going up the mountain with Kevin Nealon. Yeah, that's uh, good. Stuff like that. So it'll be, you know, somebody like if Tony was on, you know, hitting the skins with Tony right. Daxton. Like something along those lines with like Matt does. Audio troubles with Jimmy Pardo. Yeah, I know. That sounds negative. I know. It really seems like it's you're putting that on me and people don't want to listen uh but if that's how you see me and you see this program going that's what I'm, no i don't though that's what i'm saying i'm not good at it um, <laughs> i've chosen something i don't uh, excel at uh, 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 making good on a bet with jimmy pardo oh that's good that's almost a follow-up to the jimmy pardo write, that, me money. write that down tone zone you got it thank you so jimmy pardo yes. i have a question for you you are a consummate professional host Ooh. Thank you. Do you find yourself being hosty in real life, like when you're uh, at dinner with friends? Um, boy, uh, I, I I think two Jimmies happen, mm. and and if I'm with people that I'm comfortable with, I think uh, that yes, I do. Uh, and if I'm with people that I'm not comfortable with, I really know how to shrink into my chair to where I think people might go home and go, "Boy, Danielle's husband doesn't say much, huh?" <laughs> like, I, but if I'm with others. I think that I could be, you know, maybe a little whole, a little court holy. Mm. And that's not a phrase, but we know what I, know, I meant. I know what you meant. Yeah. Um, what about you? Because you, you, you are the same to me. You are you. the uh, the female Jimmy Pardo, and I know that's the compliment you wanted. <laughs> Sounds. Like, actually, please know that was a compliment. Look how lit up I am by it, yeah. though. How uh, sad. <laughs> no, how dare you? I know. How did take my compliment? Like, <laughs> no, I, I, thank you very much. Because you are also a, uh, I, I mean, uh, you're a great host in addition to being funny and charming and, and in the moment. And I, I would hope that that's how people see me. Um, I, I think that and I've told you this before when you're on our show. I think there's so many similarities between you and I mm-hmm. and also our shows. Yes. Like, and you know, it, like timeline wise, you know, uh, listenership. Like, I think there's so much similarity so uh that uh, i'm more complimenting myself when i say you're the female me uh so it really comes back on me how great i am but go ahead you were saying i'm let me process this <laughs> no, compliment <there's... laughs> i think it's still a compliment no, it is. to me 100 percent. 
This is, reminds me of when I was telling my friends a hundred thousand years ago about this guy that I met that I had a crush on, and I was like, and I, this is what I heard myself saying. He's like honestly one of the smartest people I've ever met. He reminds me of me. Wow. <laughs> I, it was maybe it wasn't it, like it was like a notch down from there, but it was still like uh oh. <laughs> I just I just uh, showed my hand. Yeah, and do you think you're the smartest person? No. So maybe that's not what I said. Like he. His use of language is good, or he's really funny, or I don't know something. It was something where it's like you're not allowed to say that, right? And I don't even think I felt that, but I just I, what I was trying to say was I feel like we're kindred spirits, and I also was giving him a compliment. Like I didn't consciously think he and I are a cut above everyone else, but right. it cer- certainly sounded like it the way I said it. Uh, and I'm glad you said it. I, I kindred spirits is what I would say for you and I. Yes, and uh, that's a better way to not uh, less wordy way of the mumbled mouth compliment I was giving. Oh, I like uh, I like a you know people who can't take a compliment well. I can take them like too well. Mm. I feel like people will say well, so, that's a, you think you're better than all of us. You just told us that. <laughs> Maybe there's two Allisons. <laughs> um, do you know the story about Jenny? Do you remember Jenny Jones? Yeah, uh, the yes. comedian slash then daytime talk show host. There was a big scandal. Uh, oh, was there? Oh yeah, she did have some murder. She, yeah, person she had from someone, Michigan, right? I believe from Michigan. Uh, but the story I was going to quickly tell, it, it, you reminded me of it. And this this is one of these stories that I think of once a week, and it should not even be in my head. Uh, on the show, she was talking to some woman, and the woman was like, she was like, why did you not get along with your husband? She goes, let me just say that the man I married is not the same man today. And Jenny, as the host, said, wait, there's two men? <laughs> And that made it the television. Like, they didn't think to, <laughs> right. maybe we don't make Jenny look dumb. Maybe we should, like, she was so not listening. Yeah. Uh, so you saying that. And again, that's one of those things that it comes into my head. Once a week, I'll be driving. I'll just see the number two. Oh, Jenny Jones story. Like, it's, it's crazy how that haunts me. Okay. It is another weird coincidence. Have there been weird coincidences before? No. But here's, <laughs> <laughs> here's I mean, in life, here's a yeah. weird coincidence. It's funny you say that because just today I was thinking there are certain exchanges I've had that pop into my head all the time and they're so random seeming. And I was thinking I should make a list of them and then I don't know, do what with it, uh, make a blog post or just look at it and be like, what do these have in common? Like I should keep a list and I was blowing dry my hair when I had this thought and then I thought I'm going to the way my brain is working these days I'm going to forget that I had this idea Mm. I should just write it just write it down just be one of the people who writes everything down and then I didn't and then I'm like if it's important it'll come back to me and it's coming back to me right here oh good you're welcome but do you so but I feel like that Jenny story is funny I mean it probably pops into your head because it's it's an example of a complete a sort of complete misunderstanding and someone who wasn't protected by the people she yes. works for. Do you have just complete random stuff popping into your head? Did I just make a weird throat sound? I, don't, I, I, I didn't know. Okay. I, I, cons- I was concerned for a second that some sort of like <laughs> sound. So I'll came make out it even my... louder in post. So please, be fine. please amplify yeah. any noise like that. Um, you know what I have popping in my head? And pardon me is, um, I, read, I don't. I'm not going to go into the details of this, but I read a story on People.com once about uh, a murder hmm. that um, haunts me, and it's. I have to remind myself that I just read it. I didn't live it the way that the the victim did, because uh, I even like I was running yesterday, um, and I was running, and that story popped in my head. I'm like, damn it, I'm going to be haunted by this forever. Like, you didn't die, jerk. Like, so that pops in my head way too often mm. does that answer your question at all <laughs> yeah th- but that's like something that disturbed you 
Yes. What and is the well? What is the story? I can't. Okay. I can't. It's. I'll tell you off the air. It's uh, is there a kid involved? Uh, yeah, a, a, a teenager. Okay. And it's just. It's the worst, man. It's. It just uh, bums me out. You're an empathetic person, yes. Yeah. Yes. A sensitive person. Yeah. These questions are going nowhere. I'm just asking. Uh, <laughs> can I also add this to it? Uh, another coincidence. Uh, I, I have a, a gentleman that I know who said this to me once, and this goes off of what you said about that gentleman that you had a crush on. Mm. Uh, he, I said, how's, um, I'll make up a name, how's Jake doing in school? And uh, he said, you know, he's doing great. He's the smartest person I know. And that's coming from me because I think I'm the smartest person I know. At least like, he was owning it, what? How do you How do you say that out loud? Yeah. Oh, so, oh, so there was no, like, no oh. awareness of how it came, was, uh-uh. came off? Oh. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. And I almost honestly, like the friendship kind of fizzled that day. Like I was like, oh, it's uh, no, I can't. You got to be somewhat self-deprecating and I don't see any of that. Okay. So of there's two things that keep popping into my head and I've already forgotten one of them. Okay. But I, but in my thoughts that I was having while blow, blow drying my hair about this, I realized I think what the two of them have in common, it's people who like are not – completely unimportant exchanges but like they're not um respecting i'll just give you an example of one i don't i don't know why this pops in my head like once a week maybe uh i was having my makeup done it was a a trial for like a wedding makeup trial this is a thing that that uh, ladies do and um there was something in my eye or something so the makeup artist took a q-tip and got it out like in a really kind of like forceful, painful way. And oh. I went, whoa. I said, that's what I said. And she goes, did I just rock your world? Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> but she didn't rock my world. She hurt my eye. Right. <laughs> but I think she thought my whoa was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. I, that feels so much better. But it really didn't. Yeah, I don't think she understood. What was, obviously, she didn't understand what was happening. And no, that wouldn't rock anybody's world. Oh, I have another one. Well, I'd like this to hear one, this one. The, apparently, but it, maybe everything is strictly under the umbrella of grooming regarding my wedding. Okay, so the hair person for my wedding, um, I was saying to her, like, sometimes when I do my hair, like, and I don't know specifically what I say, but like, sometimes it, it does this. And she's like, oh, and you love that? And I was like, no, I don't like it. <laughs> but that was that's another one that pops into my head. Just yeah. like this it's like a a level of self-confidence where the person is not even reading you at all. They're just it's like a complete unapologetic self-confidence that I think sometimes I think what if we all were like that? Yeah. But I'm I'm I wish I could remember the third one. It also has to do with a makeup chair somewhere. Maybe it's maybe this is just people who work in the makeup arts. I don't know. I, I, I don't know the answer to that, and I'm, but I'm guessing your third example will pop into your head momentarily. Yeah. As we're talking about something else, and then you'll go, oh, here it is. Right. That's my hope for you, Thank so that you. you're not haunted by this. <laughs> the way the I'm haunted way, by, by the that murder. story. <laughs> the worst. The worst. You know, at our wedding, uh, Danielle and I, uh, the photographer, who I, I can't remember her name, but she was very, very nice, and, and I enjoyed her company, and and but she as we were taking photos i was being silly and she kept she was getting mad at me oh my god she's like jimmy jimmy and so that's one of those that pops into my head from time to time it's like you know i'm being silly because i'm a comedian but also and, it's and my your wife, wedding it's her, 
it's my right. Yeah, it's my it's my wedding. If I want my if I want to look like an a hole in all my pictures, <laughs> that's, that's on me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Danielle and I were like that. Yes, we had the serious pictures as everybody does, but for the most part. You know, we're fun people and, you know, I, I don't know if fun people really say they're fun people, but we're, well, you know, we're, we're, we're the we, funnest people, you know, I mean, we are, I mean, there's nobody funnier than us, Don. funnier, no, nobody said funnier, uh, nobody funner than us, more fun than us, more fun. There, you go. there it is, I speak for a living. Jimmy Pardo. <laughs> Pards. <laughs> Jay Pards. Oh my gosh, Jimmy. Is there something that interferes with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? If so, BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. BetterHelp offers licensed professional counselors who are specialized in issues such as depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, so much more. Connect with your professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. Anything you share is confidential and it's so convenient. Get help at your own time and your own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist. And this is important. If you're not happy with your counselor, you can request a new one at any time. No additional charge. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. And for Allison Rosen listeners, you get 10% off your first month with discount code best friend. That's all one word, best friend, one word. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash best friend. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with the counselor, counselor you'll love. Again, betterhelp.com slash best friend. Okay. So what's new, Jimmy? It's a real open-ended, a real open-ended question, but I feel like you can handle it. Huh. What is new? I got the, uh, the High Woman CD in the mail. That's new. What is the that? What? Uh, High Woman. Uh, it's uh, 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 Brandy Carlisle uh, and three other women whose I apologize. I can't remember their names. One is married to um, uh, Jason Isbell. Uh, his oh. wife. They have a like a super group, kind of like the Highway Men. Oh, cool! You know, Chris Christopherson and uh, well, you soon remember all the men's names. Well, they've been around thirty years. Get off me. <laughs> um, uh, they were the Highway Men. These are the High Women, mm-hmm. and they are a uh, like a super group of these four voices. And uh, so I got that. That's new. Are you loving it? I, I'm liking it very much. And you said you got it in the mail, so you're still using CDs. I here's what happened, Allison. Tell me. I was told that if I ordered uh, the CD via uh, uh, email, I would get a signed Brandy Carlisle CD cover. And uh, when I opened up my envelope, uh, that was not in there, <gasps> and I was mad because I would not have bought the CD. I would have just enjoyed the download. Right. Um. And uh, so I was bummed about that. And so I I don't know who to contact. I will contact somebody. Will you? That's one of those things where it's like, how much work? And I remember, and this does not make me sound like an interesting person. So this story is not representative of who I am. But I remember when I did Players Club recently, telling some, and in fact, thinking this is a stupid story, but I just, it affected me so much, I must share. Having to, okay, so my American airline miles are going to expire. Is this coming back yet? Probably not. It probably didn't. I'm going to stop commenting on the dumb story just tell the dumb story so we can get past it quickly my american airline you're telling me you told the story on never not funny a players club episode yes. when you were on recently yes and, okay. and i felt that it was a no it was very fast and it was not interesting okay and so i and must here it is again, <laughs> here it is again. <laughs> gotta get this on the own, my, on own that's right i don't want to give away all the <laughs> all the gold uh my american airline miles were going to expire mm-hmm. in order for them not to expire you have to do like one of five things and one of them is Enroll in their dining program where you get miles if you eat at, you know, these restaurants. So I did that to keep my miles and I bought pizza from a place that like I didn't want. The whole thing was just to keep my miles. Right. So then my miles expired anyway. Whoa. Yes. 
And in order to, they've been reinstated. But oh. I, thank God I work from home and I barely work. That's not true. Okay. <laughs> I work a lot. Who are you fighting with? I'm fighting with the imaginary people who are like, yeah. you don't have a job. Um, but you didn't know that there's people who think that. Oh, I, I'm sure there is. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I know there are for yeah. me. Right. Uh, anyway. It just t- it took like five emails and two phone calls to get the whole thing sorted out. And I just and I these are real champagne problems. I get that. Mm-hmm. I'm very very lucky that that is something that I can bitch about. But it's still I just felt like why is it always like this? Why are things always so mm. many so many things are always like this? But didn't you feel a sense of a accomplishment and then relief when it was and satis- like didn't you feel just satisfied and gratified? To mm. rhyme two words like I'm Nipsey Russell, um, I, I I would have felt like I did it. I accomplished that today. Like that would have felt like a day for me. All of that. Well, it it, it was over a period of weeks. Oh, and it was so many having to like take a screenshot of the receipt and then attach it. This is again, it, yes, not interesting the first time. Definitely not interesting now. And just kind of makes me sound whiny. What made me think of this though? I'm something sure, sure. oh i know I, I you're brandy carlisle yes you gotta, am i going to do anything about it no i'm not right it's gonna be too I'm difficult not. to do it it was only ten dollars so like yeah i uh i kind of want a brandy carlisle autographed cd cover because i collect them mm-hmm. but um i'm not gonna hunt it down if I it shows up great collect cd covers i collect uh I, I was in the music business in the 80s and so i have a bunch of signed cds and albums and then uh, I kind of went away from it, and then I started putting them in frames and stuff on my wall. So I'm kind of back to doing that. Cool. Um, does Danielle love it? I, I don't think so. <laughs> like where where in your house? <laughs> they're does it in go? we share an office, and mm-hmm. it's uh, they're all on those the walls in that office. What is okay? So Daniel and I also share an office, but it's in the process of being re- reconfigured because neither of us are actually. I'm fine. He's not happy with how it is, and he deserves to be happy. He told me he does. So how do you guys have it laid out? Um, boy, what's the best way to put it? I, you know, with that, two desks are facing walls, and which I don't. I wish there was a way to have it where the desks face to the middle of the room because mm. that's supposed to be a better feng shui. Uh, feng shui. And, um, but there, you just can't do that in a, in a home, in, in this type of home office where you share one with somebody. Right. Uh, with somebody. Um, so if it's a square, uh, she's in one corner. And facing the wall, and I'm in another corner facing an opposite direction of the wall. Um, so your backs uh, are to each other? Our, my side is to her back. Okay. My left side is to her back. Got it. Um, and that was, we, we after all the configuration, like, that's the best way to do it in our room. Do what you, do you guys got going? Go ahead. You ask me. Similar. It's similar. Um, but. What do you want to do? He the, wants to get rid of the ugly IKEA bookshelves that house all of my stuff in there, and he wants to put butcher block, like butcher block desks. He wants to kind of like line three sides of the room with a surface that would be our desks, and also like we could put the printer on and that kind of stuff. And I mean, he's better at design than I am. I'm just. I think I'm just going to go with it. That sounds really cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you? There was more. <laughs> I, thought, I thought there was going to be a but. I kind of thought there was too. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yet at the same time, I may not like it. 
like I guess maybe that was the butt, and then mm. I decided not to do it until I got called out on it. Wait, but why? And, and, uh, why, um, why might you not like it? Because maybe that because you and I are kindred spirits. I probably it, won't like it either. It's, it, it, it sounds like it, it. While I think it could look crisp and clean, it could also look more cluttered. Mm. And so that would, yes. Now that said, I, if he does it, I can't wait to see it, so I can go. This is the future, right? Yeah. Well, I think what we need to do is we can't just take out bookshelves to replace with one flat surface. It's got to be we got to get shelving in there somehow. Right. Yeah. I don't trust shelving on a wall, uh, like if it built into the wall. Oh, you don't? That uh, I always think that's going to come down. Mm-hmm. So because uh, I, you know, it's never, it's not once in my life happened. But I live in fear that it will happen. So do you have nothing up on your walls? Well, we have uh, just right, like bookcases, you know, uh, uh, which could easily tumble over. Right. Although we have them secured now because of, you know, having a child. Right. Uh, but I never would have had them secured had I not. Um, yes. But you're supposed to. Safety. You're supposed to. Yeah. Tony, you just have a dog. Mm-hmm. I mean, not just have a dog. You have a dog. It's true. But no human child. No. Do you have your stuff strapped to the wall? And I don't know, no. even know why they call it strapping. I don't know why. No, we do not. Uh yeah, same thing. Like I've just like yeah, it seems like a step that's not necessary. I've never had it fall. Right? But so, if an earthquake comes, it's yeah. gonna fall. I mean a big one. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I'll worry about it then. Yeah. What what's gonna happen? My books break? Well, you could be walking past it and it could crush you and your dog. Yeah. That's life, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Things happen. I, I kinda feel that that's kinda how I feel. That kinda how I feel. <laughs> um it's like people they it's said with like you know you're not afraid to fly you don't get to crash if I crash I crash like what yeah. we, I can't yeah. con- I can't control that exactly and that's kind of how I feel with this uh, if it mm-hmm. falls falls again it's only secured for my son I don't want it to fall on him and crush him yeah uh, or my wife I, if it hit me so be so it so be it mm. you know put everybody out of their misery crush me and move on and be happy what would happen to Never Not Funny would Matt take over. Um, I think his joke always is that it's done. Um, <laughs> that because uh, he made the joke about it because we flew to Seattle on two different flights, and he said from I said we do that like the president and vice president. Mm-hmm. He said you know that way if Jimmy uh, if I can't make it Jimmy does the show and if Jimmy can't make it uh, I explain why we're canceling the show. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know what happens. I don't know. I'm dead. I'm crushed. Yeah. Right. It's, you know, you, it's not your not problem. Your, exactly. It's not my problem. Do you and Matt ever fight? You know, we just talked about this on the last episode. I, I one heard of the last that this episodes. morning. Yeah. And we, uh, it turns out that I, I'm sure there's times where he is annoyed with me. I mean, after, I mean, we've been together 13 and a half years. Mm. That's a long time for two guys that really didn't know each other at all to then go on to this journey and, uh, you know, have kids around the same time and, uh, and be part of this new podcasting thing. Um, we really, again, I'm sure there's times where he goes home and goes, Jesus, Jimmy was driving me crazy today. <laughs> um, because I'd be lying if I didn't go, yeah, Matt was a little grumpy today or, you know what? I mean, that's just life. It's people. Um, but apparently I did yell at him. I could remember one time and he claims I yelled at him another time uh, that I did not remember at all. And uh, where I claimed, uh, where I, I guess I, we were arguing over t-shirts or something. We were getting t-shirts made and he disagreed with me. And I called him up and said, I've never been so disrespected in my entire life. <laughs> And you don't remember this? I don't remember it at all. Oh, but wow. he said that he it, it that he felt awful, that it was so mean, and I didn't like he never told me that it bothered him or whatever. He apologized, I guess, at the time. And uh, but no, long windedly, we don't really fight. No. What did he do that made you feel disrespected? Do you, I, I, uh, I, well, boy, what, do I wish I could remember. What he are some things with, on the color of the uh, that particular day? It was the color of the T-shirt. 
and that I wanted a certain t-shirt color and he wanted another one. And uh, I guess I was laying out my reasons and then he told me his and then I apparently lost my temper. Does that I, sound like you to you? Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you lose your temper quickly? Oh, yeah, I'm horrible. Horrible really? with it, yeah. Don't listen to this. Tone zone. Did you know this about Jimmy? Uh, only because I'm a very regular listener to Never Not Funny. But I've never witnessed it. So you've just heard him talk about yes, it? Yes, I've heard many stories. Yeah, there's many stories. Ooh, what's the best? Uh, well, they're all kind of the same in that I, and I lose my temper and I apologize almost immediately. Like I realize that I've lost my temper. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that I told on Conan once, which is my favorite one, is that Danielle and I were at Macy's and I was buying uh, shoes and, uh, there's, and, I, and it, was a, it was a BOGO, buy one, get one. And so I, I had a couple of great pairs of shoes, and um, and they were on the the um, uh, clearance rack. Mm. And so nobody was really helping me because it was self serve in my opinion. So I then got my two boxes of shoes, and I walk. You know, I'm holding the two boxes, and I walk up to the counter, and um, nobody's helping me, and nobody's helping me. And then I'm next, so I walk right to the counter, and I put my. Uh, I'm holding my. I don't put them down. I put my shoes, and the guy says, looks past me, looks past me and over me, and goes. Can I help you? What? And I said, what am I, invisible? <laughs> and he said, he goes, oh, who was helping you? And I said, apparently effing nobody and threw the shoes up, like <laughs> threw the two boxes up and threw the two boxes. And as the as the shoes are tumbling down, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I lost my temper. I'm so sorry. <laughs> shoe fall, shoe fall, shoe fall, shoe fall. And while all that, while I, I lose my temper, Danielle is, is, scurries away and she... It's like behind a, like a, a clothes rack or something. And, and so then I come around and I'm cracking up. And her response to me is the best because she goes, oh, we're laughing at this one? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, just the this one, as if this happens all the time. Yeah. But this is the one that I'm going to allow myself to laugh at. Uh, so And I thought it was just ridiculous. Like, what a jerk uh, that I was. And, and that's many times that I... That's the type of thing where I explode. And it mostly is that of being feeling like I'm being ignored or whatever. That's when I really right. lose my temper. Right. Or not being listened to. And so how do you handle that with your kid? Um, he's a great kid. So there, very rarely um, does, does he, you know, uh, he doesn't really do much that we have to tell him to not do it, you know, or, uh, or to follow the, you know, there's the, hey, your mom asked you to do this. Can you do it? And now he's, you know, he's just turned 12. I am, dad. <laughs> and it's like part of me wants to go, stop it. You know, don't talk to me that way. But it's like, he's 12 and he should talk to you that way. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, not that we're white trash or, you know, that that's how, you know, we're not the Bickersons. But um, I don't have to with him. He's, 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 a, we're very, very lucky in that he's a good kid. Well, good. Yeah. I, um, we went to a this part's not germane to the story, but I'm going to set the scene. Went to a rug store in Van Nuys. Yes. Yesterday was the Emmys. A lot of people went to the Emmys. I went to a rug store in Van Nuys. Right, because you know it would be, it would be uh, empty because everybody right. else is at the <laughs> awards. <laughs> I know how to seize on great timing. Um, but anyway, we were talking to this woman, and she took an interest in, in my kids. And she was very nice, um, but she was talking about like kids today. And she said that, um, you know, parents these days, no, she, said, she said she likes kids, but, but some kids, blah, 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 like parents these days, they just don't control their kids, which like, I was like, okay, I, I didn't have a judgment yet. But then she, um, and then I don't know, she, she and Daniel were making, 
<clears throat> small talk. So I don't know what he said. Like, yeah, you know, you gotta you gotta chase after them or something. She's like, yeah, but also the way some kids talk to their parents, like they're mouthy or they just talk back. And I, a portrait of this woman emerged in my mind, which was, she sounds mean. She sounds like a mean person. What do you make of someone talking that way? I, I don't like think, mouthy and back talk. I don't think she's that. Uh, the, the, uh, you don't just see kids doing that and. You think why are they why are they talking to their parents that way? Maybe I'm not around the right age of mouthy back talky kids. I see, and it, it 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 bothers me. Like when I see them talk to their parents that way, but I assume there's something going on at home, mm-hmm. like that. Maybe they're talked to that way by their parents, and then they think it's okay to talk that way back, right? Uh, or they're they've never been told no, right? So they're they, you know it's that kind of parenting, and not that I'm a great parent. I, I again, I have the greatest kid in the world, so I'm lucky in that I don't have to. I really don't have to parent that much mm-hmm. because he's a you know a a, a good kid. But um, you see these other ones where it's like they've never been told no, and then when they're told no, they don't know how to react, and so then they lip off. Right. Um, oh, uh, lip off. Uh, I just wanted to use a different word than mouth off or mouthy <laughs> from what that woman said. Right. Um, so I don't know if she sounds horrible or, or if yeah, she's just a know. mirror of society. Right. Right. Maybe she's just commenting. Yeah. That's. I would have to know her more than just my one yeah. trip to the Van Nuys rug store uh, to know. But I guess the, the idea of <clears throat> an adult being like, kids have to respect their parents, which, by the way, I think this is a song from Bye Bye Birdie. Um, well, that's kids. What's the matter with kids yeah. today? Right. Kids who can understand what they, anything they say. Kids. That's Bye Bye Birdie. <laughs> I played Randolph McAfee in the high school production of Bye Bye Birdie. And that's the song I had to sing. Wait. Randolph, which one was Randolph McAfee? He's Kim McAfee's younger brother. Mm. So I was a freshman playing a 10-year-old, I think. So uh, I was very tiny. That's why you throw shoes in the air, right? Uh, I would imagine. Yes, of course. I mean, I just... No. Yes, the rage comes from that. The rage Mm. all comes from high school. There's no question. I have been told by Tone Zone that you love Jesus Christ Superstar just as much as I do. Have we not spoken about this I don't before? Think, have we? I don't think we have. I'm I, going to, are you going to see it? I'm going to see it at the, I think it's at the It's at the Pantages. Pantages. Yeah. yeah. Um, in fact, I was just about to make another one of our, uh, our theater dates. Uh, I'm going, but I fear my son's going to say, dad, I don't really want to go. Oh, and really? so yes. I, even this is funny. I might drive over here today. I was going, well, if he bails on me, who do I call? Me. I'll well, see it twice. But what if you're already going the same night? Because oh. it's only there like three nights, right? Is We're that, going... Or is it ten nights? You could switch seats at intermission. <laughs> oh, we do two and two? Yeah. Two no, but this is like a sitcom. I've got to not allow my husband to know what's going on. Yeah. So, okay. So we'll yeah, sitcom so it I'm up. I'm going to the bathroom. Um, mm. <laughs> We're seeing it on November 1st. Uh, the 3rd. Oh, perfect. We're, we're going November 3rd, I, I believe. I'm going to look it up right now. Okay. And confirm this. But I want to say it's November 3rd. You're going on a Friday? Yes. Yeah, I'm going on the 3rd, which is uh, the last day of daylight saving time. So um, I'm not going to be well rested. Or will I be very rested? Wait, uh, spring forward, fall back. Oh, I'm going to. Wait a minute. You're going to. You'll be well rested. I'll be well rested. I think. Thank God. Thank God. You want to be. I was worried sick. Uh, (laughs) Thank you, Tone Zone. (laughs) Uh, Yes. I did not know you loved it. I do. I do. What was the other show we were supposed to see together and then you blew it? You did. Do you want to cough up another 20, my you, friend? You blew it. I did not blow you it. You blew it and, and said, I can't go with you because my husband uh, ends up getting, uh, I'm going to go see it with him. You blew it. This was all on you. Oh. What show was that? <laughs> it was a- Her tone has changed. <laughs> it was 
ter- I've been thinking about how terrible it was. It was Love Never Dies, the sequel to Phantom of the Opera. Wait, oh, because I didn't. I ended up not going at all. That's. I think what happened was. The, see, yes. you're getting my hopes up with these theater dates that don't pan out. Because I think what happened was Matt had tickets. Do they? Have, does he have season tickets? I think Matt they did and his, for that package. Right, and they he Matt wasn't sure if his wife wanted to go or something. So if not, he was going to give them to you, and you were going to take me. Right, and then. Meanwhile, my husband bought tickets. Right. So I'm, but also it fell through because I think Matt's wife wanted to see she it. She ended up wanting to go, yes. It was so bad. Wow. The music was really good. I still listen to the music. Really? I do. I enjoy it. <laughs> music was very good. The performances were very good. The story was so bad, like unbelievably bad. Daniel and I were just talking about it and we couldn't even remember how it ended. And I went and I looked it up on Wikipedia and I was reading it to him and both of us were like, how did this get made? Wow. So you didn't, you missed some good music, but you didn't miss a good play. I mean, it was like, it was bad. Okay. L- laughably bad. Ugh. Tony, where are you with musicals? I uh, I think we talked about this on one of the Thursday shows. I have not, I have oh, yeah, seen that many of them, but I feel like when I do, I tend to enjoy them and go, why don't I watch more of these? Mm-hmm. So, They're yeah. fun. Yeah. Some people can't at all. I know. They just can't. They just can't. They just can't let go. And, they're, and, they're afraid and, to love. Is Superstar your favorite? Is that your favorite? I don't know if I'd say it's my favorite. Top three? Yeah. I think it's in my top three. Phantom is also up there for me, though. We just talked about this today with Jess McKenna on my program about um uh and she agrees with me so you got competition here uh with uh, with, uh, with the kindred spirit in, in in this uh she agrees with me and that act one and masquerade mm. is great and then it falls off a cliff okay i saw it when i was a teenager so mm. i don't and and i my love for the phantom michael crawford even though i didn't see him in it my love for the phantom might have blinded me to the act to being able to properly assess it uh, Daniel and I saw it in Orange County when it came back a couple years ago, but they had changed it and it was not good. Yeah, what, what, it was they, different. They made the Phantom dark, like he's supposed to be, but not. It's be, not yeah. romantic. It was just like a horror okay. horror musical. Um, I also love Book of Mormon. Mm-hmm. What are your top three? And uh, I also love Evita, which I've no, I have seen that. Yeah. Um. Well, Evita was number one for years for me. Mm. Um, number one now is, I mean, it, 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 it you, you gotta think it's Hamilton. Hamilton, uh, but I don't know if it's number one. I mean, it, it's gotta be right. I mean, it's, uh, Les Mis yeah. is in, uh, here's the five, I think, okay. uh, Les Mis, Company, um, Hamilton, Avita, and Jesus Christ Superstar. And then I think Hed- Hedwig might be six. Oh, I've not seen Hedwig. Oh, I saw it three times at the Pantages. Wow. It was, uh, it was unbelievable. Wait, have you seen, and Book of Mormon is not in there for you. Not my top six. Okay. It is not. I show you my hands. I know. I, <laughs> um, I don't see it in on those fingers. I don't know. I mean, I, I I like it very very much, but I think I could. I think I could even find four others that I would like more than it. I don't know what those four are at the moment, but but you could. I think pressed. I think so. Um, speaking of stirring stories, yes, I need to talk about a sponsor now. I'm in full disclosure. When I have sponsors that offer something of a sensual nature. Sometimes I have listeners who get upset with that and they feel like they clutch their pearls and they say, I'm out of here. And to them, I say, good day, because I want to talk about Dipsy. Uh, Dipsy makes uh, they make short erotic stories for women. 
Uh, we all have our nightly routines. Maybe you watch your favorite show, put on a face mask, or scroll through Instagram. But if your me time routine has gotten stale, Dipsy Stories can help respark your imagination. Taking care of your body and mind is important. Whether you meditate, exercise, or take a hot bath to unwind, feeling good is good for you. And with Dipsy Stories, you can reach a whole new level of self-care. Each story is created with women in mind. They're relatable and immersive, and there's something for everyone, whether you're into men, women, or maybe both at the same time. So it's an audio app full of short, sexy stories and guided sessions designed to turn you on. So it's um it's it's very intuitive. You you it's like indicate what you're into. <clears throat> there's different uh, themes you can choose, different styles. Um, and then like, like I said, there's also these meditations, um, which are guided, which are great. Uh, they add three brand new stories every week. So you'll always have more to explore. And for listeners of the show, Dipsy, and that's D-I-P-S-E-A, is offering a 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash Allison. That's a 30-day free trial when you go to Dipsy, D-I-P-S-E-A, stories.com slash Allison, dipsystories.com slash Allison. Okay. Let's see here. Okay. Let's take some questions that listeners sent in on Patreon. I'm on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go for that. When we ask, they send them in. They're wondering how you have been. So thanks so much for answering these questions from our fans. Now, were you able to hear that at all? I did. I enjoyed it. Who okay. was that? That's Tom Rapp. That uh, Tom? He goes by Trap Dog. He does all the music for the show. Oh. He's incredible. Attaboy, Trappy. Okay. Jonathan <laughs> Feldman. <laughs> what did you say? Good boy, Trappy? Attaboy? Attaboy, Trappy. Attaboy, yeah. Jonathan Feldman says, does he have any tips for remembering people's names after meeting them? Always been amazed at his ability to retain audience members' names throughout a show as he talks to them. I do not have any tips for that. There's just, it is... A weird savant-like thing that I am able to do. I don't uh, don't know what it is, but I've had many a fan uh, when they uh, not everybody. I can't remember everybody. That'd be insanity. But I'm not uh, Mary Lou Henner. I mean, mm. I could. Uh, uh, but if somebody saw me in Minneapolis and then three years later they'll come up and they'll go, "Hey," and I'll go, "Hey, Susan," and they'll be, "How do you?" So I hear that a lot that people are amazed yeah. that I remember names. But I don't. I don't. I don't know why it happens. I have no tips. Do you remember names in uh, like Danielle's? co-worker or something do you like in non uh show fan related life uh, as well? i will I, to that end i i worked when i worked at conan for many many years there were some people that i uh never remembered their name and it's like why do you remember susan's name right three years later but you can't remember the guy who you see at work every day and it's obvious because i'd be like uh hi elson hey tony hey <laughs> there he is big day huh like and it's obvious i don't remember it but you're there so long you can't go I am sorry. What is, you know. Right. Um, past the, the window where that's acceptable. Yes. Um, although there was a comic once from Australia who taught me this in Montreal. And it works. It works sometimes. And other times it looks very transparent where you'll go. Um, uh, you go, oh, I can't say you'd go. Uh, I, you know, like, you know, I wouldn't remember your name. Mm-hmm. And I would go, I'm so sorry. This is embarrassing. I said, I, I'm having a tough time remembering. Um, oh, how do we say it? Where it was like. To lead you to go, well, it's Allison. I know you, Allison. I'm talking about the guy over there in the blue shirt. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. I, I can't remember the exact wording, but it was be- it's a beautiful way to do it. Would you say, like, I'm having a tough time remembering a name? Yeah, but that seems a little vague, doesn't it? Right. I mean, how would he say it? Boy, it was – ah, the wording was beautiful. The name? Remembering the name? Yeah, I remember, you know, 
This is embarrassing. This is something that you should remember. I know. I know. We've known each other a long time, but <laughs> oh, I, oh, that's good. Maybe maybe you can help me with this. I'm having trouble remembering. But then how would it? You, you, and what, then I'd be like, "It's Allison." You're like, "No, no, no, no not you, you, Allison, the guy yeah. in the green." Um, I forget how the wording. Anyway, it's beautiful. But it's whatever good. it is, if I if somebody can remember that exact thing, it uh, it would work nine out of ten times. But the tenth time, boy, it's. It's obvious that you're pulling some sort of a ruse. Not only not remember the name, you're making them look the fool. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. That feels so high stakes. Yeah, I don't know if I have it in me. Don't do it then. Wow, so definitive. Well, I want you to be protected and safe. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wanted to have a conversation where we go back and forth and decide if I should. About well, I saved this time. We're, we, no, <laughs> you're not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I desperately want to. Okay. Whitney C says, if you had to paint your nails, parentheses, I don't know if you're a nail painting guy or not, but for the purposes of the question you are, what color would you go for? Boy, oh boy. That's a, uh, that's a question, huh? Mm, it really is. <laughs> uh, I feel like I should have like a, a legend to look at at the end. That's like, oh, that means you're a Scorpio. Oh, yeah. Or, I wish uh, like a mood ring, like a mood yeah. uh, thing. Sort. Of, mm. uh, can I go with clear? Is that, sure. That seems like a cop out here, though, doesn't it? Yes. It, well, I was going to allow you to, but you see, you did what I did with the charades where I'm like, just so you know, I have to be honest. You offered me. So now I'm going to put you on the hook and say, yeah, what color? Uh, well, black seems too goth. Mm. Uh, goth. Am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. Sounds yeah. In my head. G-A-W-T-H. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're on the same page. <laughs> um, uh, I probably do something fun. Maybe like a turquoise <laughs> or something like that. It's probably something fun. Because you're I, fun, yeah. Yeah, you remember I told you that was earlier. You, and you, now you've you've uh, proven it. You've written the check that your what is it? Your mouth writing checks that your ass can't cash. Your body can't cash. Yeah, yeah you're cashing oh, the you check. Wanna, you want to filth it up with ass? Go ahead. <laughs> I noticed that you censored yourself earlier. I, I couldn't remember if we could swear on this program. We do, yeah. And uh, so I, I thought I'd keep it classy or as classy as possible. Mm. Cameron French would like to know which next rock star death will hit him hardest, other than Peter Cetera. Well, Steve Perry. If Steve Perry passes away, that's going to be the Steve Perry and Peter Cetera are the two big ones for me. And it, uh, it really is. Oh, oh, sorry. They're just going deaths in general. I thought this was a reference to the death curse that Never Not Funny has. Oh, for a well that, my brain went there. I'm, I apologize. Uh, well, that is Which bananas. It's it gone is bananas, really but, crazy. Yeah. Wait, I, I don't know what this is. Um, it is uh, Never Not Funny has this bizarre death curse where we will name somebody you haven't spoken about in a decade. We will bring that person up, and they die within the week. Oh, geez. It's it's right, Tony. Yeah, and it just you just did it with Eddie Money. Eddie Money. We did it with any money where we talked about any money. And when's the last time you talked about any money? You can't name it because right. you haven't talked about him in ages. And then he died. He literally died before that episode came out. Like it was that quick. Um, and that happens a lot. So it's the never not funny curse we call it. So then when you bring up someone random, random's the wrong word, but are people like, uh-oh. That yes. person should be nervous. Well, yeah. I think when, if I remember correctly, the Eddie Money one, you were talking about the curse right before it, oh, and then really? Eddie Money naturally came up after that. Oh my gosh! And yeah, well, that's it was bananas. Very then. strange. Yeah, it, it doesn't happen. Like people always go, "The one should do it with Trump," and it's like, <laughs> well, because we talk about him a lot. It's yeah. not about people that you talk about. It's somebody no. that like, hey, you remember that episode of uh, Mannix, and mm-hmm. they had the guest star so and so, Susan Anton, or uh, she's way too uh, young to have been on that show, but it, and then Susan Anton will die. Right. It's like that. I kept wanting to tweet R.I.P. Edward Money, and I couldn't decide if it was funny or not, so I didn't do it. I decided it's not. And then I looked it up, and his name's actually like Edward Mahoney. Yes, that's right. And I was like, so. Yeah. It wasn't funny. Yeah. It may not have been anyway. So I think you did okay here. (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, I have a segment called Deleted Tweets, and it's taking restraint to not make Tony play the theme song because we don't need it right now. Okay, Lindsay Loper says... This one is uh, a, sh- a tone, a shift in tone. I really appreciated how honest and open he was about his mother's sudden death on his podcast. I remember that he talked about the lighthearted moments during this horrible traumatic event, and that resonated with, with my own experience losing my father. And it's not something that people often talk about. Could he talk about his experience with grief in the months following? Oh, wow. Can I? Can you? Uh, not, not, in, not quickly. Um, well, we have months. Okay, then I'm here. <laughs> she said in the months following. W- when was this? Uh, it was New Year's Eve 2017. Mm. Um, yeah, we, my mom, we took her into the hospital on the 26th of December. And then uh, doctors said, you know, just be a couple of days and she'll be home. And then it was like maybe a week. And then uh, on New Year's, the morning of New Year's Eve, they said well, she's not going to go home. Oh, my God. And so it was like, oh, wow, that... Uh, that was a punch in the face. Yeah. So, um, uh, what happened? It was, she, uh, she, it was COPD. Am I mm-hmm. saying that? No, that's wrong. COPD? That sounds wrong. COPD? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, pulmonary. Yeah. The, obstructive the, pulmonary disease. Yeah. Chronic she got pneumonia. She got sick. And then her lungs, uh, there were, she got sick and they got infected. And the, because she had, you know, been smoking for years, mm. there was just nowhere for her to breathe. Right. And, uh-huh. um, and it was awful. Um, but the the months following it were, um, you know, luckily, I, you know, uh, as lame as it sounds, you know, having the podcast as an outlet was, you know, helped amazingly. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, having the greatest wife in the world. And I really do have the greatest friends as well, um, who are all very supportive. And, and um, it, yeah, I, I guess that's it. I don't know what else to say. Um, so this was... It's about a year. It's going on two. It'll be two years this New Year's Eve. How how much do you feel like you're affected? Like, where are you in the grief process now? Um, it comes and goes. I just uh, uh, for a project that I, I'm working on, I, I I had to go through a box of photographs that she had kept throughout the years, and uh, man, did I lose it! I was out in the garage just uh, by myself and just yelling why, mm. and you know, uh, and just. Like, like it had just happened that day. Like it was that kind of a breakdown where, um, you know, falling to my knees and like, it was awful. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, but then there's, you know, as life goes on, there's days where you don't think about her and that's normal. Right. And then there's days where you think about her a lot. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, I remember a therapist told me that the unconscious doesn't like no time so when oh that's interesting so like when you're experiencing the grief like when it's coming from the unconscious it's like it is you're experiencing it as if it just happened like you have these these sort of blooms of that feeling where it is just as strong because it doesn't know that you know it's like like some memories you do, you know, you, you process it and you get to a point where you look back and you're it's sad, but it doesn't feel so fresh. But then something like in the unconscious can feel that fresh. You know, it, it, it's interesting you say that because what happened was, so I did that that day out in the garage. And then uh, the, the next day I had, uh, I have a bad sh- shoulder, not important to the story. And then so Danielle- That's never brought- stopped me. <laughs> well, <laughs> nor me, apparently. Uh <laughs> So Danielle brought the box in so that I can continue going through them. And then she and Oliver went out for the day as I was doing this, you know, sorting the photographs. And, uh, 
the very next day broke down as if I hadn't broken down the day before. Like it was almost, again, fresh. Yeah. Like, why is this? I just did this yesterday. So you're cried out, dude. And then- <laughs> Uh, Body makes more tears. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, so that makes a heck of a lot of yeah. sense. But especially photos. I mean, that's it so was, visceral. And and then and then just remembering the, the you know you know like any relationship with a parent, it's you got great times and you got times where maybe you butt heads a little bit, and and sometimes the butting head ones are fresher in the mind than the great times. So the photographs brought back the how much she was a great mom mm. to us growing up, and how much she you know sacrificed. So that my brother and I could have a great life and how uh, we did, you know, at the end of the day, we, you know, my brother and I had a great childhood. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, that all came back. So thank you, Loper, for bringing this up. Is that <laughs> her name, you, Loper? Lisa, Lindsay Loper. Yeah. Were you um, angry at the medical community for saying it's going to be one way and then it went a different way that's interesting i don't think i ever was no i i, I did not i think i was just so shell-shocked by it um and also that that answer made more sense to me mm-hmm. like just based on how she was you know uh acting it's like it's like well this doesn't seem good yeah. but i kept putting on a a brave face you know for like ah, you know we're gonna get you home mom and that sort of thing. No, it was at Cedars here, and and I would, you know, I was there all the time. And but no, when it, I mean, I did. I, I I'm going to say this again. When that when that doctor told me, I felt in my like I just was. It was it was uh, unbelievable. I couldn't believe those words were being said. Yeah. Um. And then that made sense. Like, yeah, of course, the, she's sick, and this is happening. And then it happened. Ah, uh, I'm so sorry. That's heavy. Right. Should we lighten it up with a with something that might just go sideways? Yeah, do something stupid now, and oh. then give me her email so I could yell at her. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's very nice of her to say that. And I've gotten a lot of um, uh, wonderful comments from listeners saying that that particular episode helped them grieve about their mom or dad or brother or sister um, or her grandparents um, in a way like they couldn't. They, I, I, don't, I don't. I guess because we're clowns at the end of the day, like we do this clown mm-hmm. show that being that open and honest made them go, Oh, we can talk about this. And we can admit that we cry and that we're sad and, and you know, dudes and, and you know, right. who are always, you know, we're told not to cry, which is insanity. Yeah. You know, uh, but women as well. Um, how much do you feel like you, you have a responsibility to sort of like usher your son into manhood? And the reason I'm asking is because I know that Daniel feels like with two sons, there's this this thing, like he, it's on him to help them become <clears throat> men. And when he says this, it's almost like a different language that he's speaking. I'm like, I know this means something to you, mm-hmm. but I don't, re- I can't plug into it. I can't relate. And I just trust that you mean that. Because I, f- I feel like just, let them be themselves and it's all going to be fine. But he feels like, no, like you got to help them become men. Well, I mean, they're very, your, your kids are very young. I mean, yeah, when, I know. When, and they're, way, they're very delayed. <laughs> <laughs> they're not, neither of them are men yet. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, no, they're very young. He's talking about like in the future, but I think he's just talking about, you know, as a father to boys and I don't know. I think there's something to that. I, yeah. I, 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 but I also think there's something to, they're going to be who they are. And I have to remind myself of that in that while I, at my son's age, loved roller coasters and loved, taking risks and you know sneaking out the window at night and stuff like that that that's that was me and that he doesn't want to do any of that and i have to remind myself that that he'll have his own path and if yeah. it's you know I, I i'm not the manliest of men either uh, so you know i can't really you know uh uh but i 
I, I know I'm kind of bouncing around here, but I, I also understand that of preparing him to be a man, mm-hmm. which is sounds in 2019 sounds so antiquated, doesn't it? Right. It does. And I, but I don't think he means it in a, like toxic masculinity way. Right. Okay. Good. Yeah. But that's what I mean by it. It's like you're speaking another language. Like I don't know what I know that I think he feels like, you know, who knows what we, we have given birth to these kids in like a really shitty time mm-hmm. historically. Who knows what the world's going to be like? I don't like, I think there's a lot of st- when he, and also I probably shouldn't even be talking about it because it's his thing to talk about. But I think that when he's talking about it, there's a lot of stuff in there. There's like, this almost like apoc- apocalyptic vision of the future he has. And there's like, you want to keep them safe. And you want to like, there's all this stuff folded up into it. Yeah. And I'll agree with all that. I mean, it's, I used to hear all these people, you know, I'm sure you, we all have people going, I could, I can't bring kids into this world. I can't yeah. bring, and I always saw that as an excuse of, well, you just don't want to have kids. Right. You know, and you know, the rash of gun shootings and uh, you know, uh, uh, everything that's happened in the past year and a half. It's like, you know what? I don't know if I would now. I don't. It, it seems mm-hmm. awful. Mm. And and why why do you want to bring them up? It's not safe. You know, you he's he's twelve, but I feel like I got to walk him to the bathroom at a movie theater. You know, mm-hmm. like I can't. I don't know what's going on. And so yeah. I get it. Like all of a sudden, it's like I had that knot in my stomach of yeah. Why did we do this? <laughs> right. You know. But uh, hopefully it'll be okay. I mean, that's all we could hope, right? Yeah. I mean, I still think. Cause I, cause now that Elliot's in preschool, I've talked to some other moms and I feel like maybe I'm slightly less concerned than the average. And then I think, oh, am I being irresponsible or not being concerned? But it's not like we're taking risks. I think it's just as scary as it is, the chances are of something like that happening are still very, very slight. It's just scary as fuck. And your responsibility is to keep them safe. So it's, yeah. It's hard to figure out what the path is. Um, I also think it's hard because, again, I, I use the word clown. Like, I'm, I think I'm still a clown. You know, and I think I'm still a, a jackass comedian who's trying to figure his own life out. And yet now I'm responsible for this guy. And, yeah. you know, I do the best I can to keep him safe and, and raise him to be a good person more than a, a man. But I also understand what your husband's saying. Like, I get all that. Mm. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I do yeah. and I don't. Uh, I should ask him. Yeah, you, you know what? Why don't you talk to your husband? <laughs> I'll send him an email. Yeah, you know, that makes I'll send sense. him a text. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then he can respond when he wants. Okay, so. Yes. I decided 50 or so minutes before this show. Okay. That we should do a quiz. And we should do a Jesus Christ Superstar quiz oh, since no! we, we don't have one. So don't worry. Oh. <laughs> I know. I got your hopes I got ex- up. I got excited and scared. Yeah. Because it's like, because I, I know I'd crap the bed. Like, I think I would too. Like I'm so into it. Yet if you said, you know, blah blah blah, I don't. Okay, yeah. I, I believe you. Okay, that, I feel the same way. I really love the music. I can sing along to all the songs. Not entirely clear on the plot. Uh, well, uh, he dies. That part I know. Okay, but um, yeah. So any, so we don't we don't have that. So here's what I did. I'm giving you the full backstory. Okay. So I posted on Patreon. Um, I'm like, does anyone want to write a? Because I I didn't want to write it because I wanted to play along like does anyone want to write a quiz in the next hour or whatever um if you know and i and i I explained what the quiz was supposed to be about um i had specified not too hard and you know if you do we'll say your name a bunch on air and like thank you profusely and you can plug anything you want to plug okay 
So I'm like, let me know in the comments and I'll have you send it to either me or Tony. Now I sat back and I'm like, what am I going to, how am I going to choose? I'm like, all, it was not dissimilar from the time I was like, I need to learn how to cut my own hair. And then I'm like, but what if I am so good at it that then all my friends want me to cut their hair and then I don't have time and then it like eats into the friendship. Uh-huh. I truly was like, uh-oh, what if yeah. I'm so, what if I'm like God's gift to haircutting? Turned out I was very bad at it. So I didn't have to worry about that. But this was like that. Like, how am I going to choose? Zero Jesus Christ superstar quizzes. Zero. Zero. There were a couple people saying I would have loved to do this if I had more time, okay. which is, that's really, Fair. It's fair. It's Which fair. She also asked me if I could write one. I wasn't like, going to throw an you an hour before I, I came gonna, here. I, I wasn't going to throw you under the bus, Tone Zone. I was. Oh, I'm throwing you under the bus. <laughs> it's like, oh, is that how it is? Well, I tried to fire him, and he showed up anyway. Did she try to fire you? Yeah, it's not the first time either. Yeah, I don't. I don't know much about your relationship, but I don't blame her. <laughs> I mean, you're so focused on your own podcast now, you don't have time for this. <laughs> Are you talking about Bizarre Albums? Oh, I am. Uh, bizarre Albums, which comes out Tuesday. <laughs> oh, is that on Tuesdays? Yeah, if you like it. I love subscribe. it. Subscribe. Leave them a comment. Okay, I'll do Tell that. Tell your friends. Something about Anchor as well. Don't I have to <laughs> Oh, is there something about that? I don't know about Anchor. That's a, you know, I have some, some ads for Anchor yeah. on the show. Oh. Maybe if you listen. Wait, you have ads? Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. Wow, when did that happen? Uh... We'll talk off air. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. Well, you, you had one from show one with that, that, that other girl's podcast that yeah. you were advertising. Yeah. yeah. Show one? Boring, I, boring his first show. I listened, oh. I listened to every episode of Tony Jimmy, Jackson's Jimmy, podcast. Jimmy texts me regularly to tell me that uh, he enjoyed certain episodes. I do. I do what I can't stand when other people do. Hey, on this week's episode, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm doing it to you. You hate I, that? I, I don't. I think it's nice. Uh, when it's like too. someone you know in real life? Um. Just, just listen and enjoy. I don't need to hear every one of your thoughts. <laughs> oh, is kind of my takeaway on that. Okay. It means a lot uh, to me. It really, I know, oh, I, and I've told you that, and yes. it really does. Well, uh, you, well, you listen. When you're a podcast king like myself, uh, <laughs> it tells you he's enjoyed something because you know I also don't listen to any podcasts. Yeah, um, but I enjoy it. I think it's the time of it. Right, they're, sh- they're bite size. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Fifteen minutes. Right, going for a nice walk around the block. Listen yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. Come on back. Got entertained during that. Yeah, love it. Wonderful. Bizarre albums. <laughs> so that's why he doesn't have time for the quiz. Right. So what you did though is you you threw you 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 did a pop quiz to write a pop quiz. Yes. <laughs> and then I feel but just in my defense. Yeah. It's funny that he and I both because I wasn't gonna mention that he couldn't do it, which I regarded as throwing him under the bus. Mm-hmm. But he's throwing me <laughs> under the bus by by letting people know that I did ask him. We'll, we'll just have to see what the audience I feel like they're gonna side with you. But I was very like if you if you don't no, have enough were, time, I were, understand. You were totally nice about it, and I'm then just, I fired. Then I tried to fire him. Did you open it up at all to away from Jesus Christ Superstar, like musicals or? I think I said if you have any other ideas, and, I'm open and, to and that. Still not. Oh, oh, oh no, to, to Tony I did. Oh, I, I just didn't have time. I can't I remember if I opened. Well, so no, so we got some quiz. So we got some questions. Well, we do have. A, 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 yes. Do you know Alan White? His he goes by Law Reaper. He's a he's a big fan of podcasts. Um, I, I don't know. He maybe he's not a fan of yours. <laughs> That's very possible. I don't know. But anyway, he was like, check out my subreddit. My like four other people and he do all these trivia questions, but I did not have time. But he left a couple comments with a bunch of trivia questions. Okay. Now, I looked at the first comment, so that one's out. But the second one, I just forwarded to Tony without looking at it. Okay. So that's why, who knows? Anything could happen it could right be now. anything. I don't know what these questions are. Okay. We don't even know the category. 
Well, from Tony, I know that there are movies, and I know that I'm not going to get most of them. Okay. <laughs> it's the sense I get. Are we so buzzing with our name? Yes, we're going to buzz in with our names. How okay. many questions are there, Tony? Uh, one, two, three, four. I like, like a guy seven. who counts out loud. Um, Do you love Tony's I didn't use hair? my fingers. I love Tony's hair. I love Tony's hair. I love Tony. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, guys. I need a haircut real bad right no. now. No. I know somebody. I don't, I don't know if she has time. <laughs> Let me see if I can fit you in. <laughs> um, I'm very bad. At haircuts. Um, sorry, there's seven. Okay, we'll buzz in with our names. Okay. Yeah. And I will say, beyond movies, I don't think there's any. I was like, I was trying to figure out if there was any sort of like theme here. Mm-hmm. It just seems like this is just movies. Just random movie questions. Yes. And okay. uh, I'm, I don't think they're very easy. Oh, no. I'm afraid I'm not going to get any of them. No, me too. The last. Well, I actually saw a movie recently. Before that, it had what been years. What did you see? Ad Astra. I saw it as well. You know what Ad Astra means? To the stars. When did I discover that? After I saw the movie. In Same. Bits. Okay. Everyone, I went with my husband and another couple. They all seem to know it. What? Because apparently in like the title, you know when there's words on the screen at the very beginning? Yes. Something like, it says something to the stars and then it like fades into Ad Astra. Oh. And that's where, it th- I didn't either. What did you think of it? Oh, I loved it. What? I did. Really? I, I really did. Oh, my gosh. To the surprise of my wife and son. Okay. They also loved it. Oh. But they, they thought I was going to say that was awful and boring, but I loved it. What You did not, apparently, did not. by your no, reaction. No, I really didn't like it. Why? Well, as I was watching it, I'm like, man, I hate movies set in space, apparently. I would kill for them to be on a New York street. Wow. I felt like all the dialogue in the movie could fit on one page. Yeah. Um, I felt like the characters were not fleshed out at all. I was a little confused as to what happened. <laughs> well, my my <laughs> son did that's, say that as well. Oh, really? Okay. Because I felt like yeah. that was on me. I just, well, he's 12. So congratulations. It is on me then. Um, <laughs> yeah, I felt like it was such a... I don't want to... I felt like it was unbelievable what happened when he finally got where he was trying to go. Really? Yeah. You didn't? I did not. I, 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 I thought it was terrific. Mm. I really, really enjoyed it. I should tell you that I thought it was a documentary about Ed Asner. <laughs> so I completely misunderstood the right. title. Yeah. That's the second time I've done that joke today. Both times, success. <laughs> so shut up. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. All right, give me a quiz. All right. I also saw Rambo over the weekend. How was that? Horrible. <laughs> That's how I felt about Ad Astra. My friend said, want to go see that Brad Pitt movie. And I was like, yes. Hey, Daniel, want to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? That's what I thought she meant. Oh, you haven't seen that yet? No. Okay. I've heard it's really... And how did you... Oh, like- I loved it. Okay. I apparently have a thing for Brad Pitt, unbeknownst to me, until this conversation. I thought I did till this movie. Mm, he's great. I, did he you is. not see my wonderful tweet? I'm sure I did. <laughs> I said, you know that thing you do where you're really charismatic and charming? Don't do it. Uh, instruction to Brad Pitt before Ad Astra. Mm. I felt like you he didn't... was. I felt like he had one expression the whole movie. You're being very unfair to Brad Pitt. I'm. So, I love Brad Pitt. I'm sorry. Okay, Tony, you have not seen it, right? Have you? I have not. No. Who do you think you're going to agree with if you see it? Uh you. <laughs> <laughs> you. Boss? Here's a weird thing. Here's a very weird thing, though. It's not weird, actually. Um, most of the reviews are positive about it, mm-hmm. so most people agree with you. Yeah, I will say I, I finally did see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood about a week ago when I was on tour, and I liked it. Mm-hmm. I'm like pretty much right down the middle. I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. I didn't dislike it. 
I thought I was going to like it more than I did. That's yeah, you know, I had a friend say the exact same thing. Yeah. And that friend's name is Tony Thaxton, seconds ago. Really? Yeah. That's funny, because I know Tony Thaxton, what and you, we were just talking about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. What did he say? He said that he, like, right down the middle. Right down the middle, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've heard that from three different people today. I heard it from Tone Zone. I heard it from uh, Tampax. Tampax. And then also, of course, Beast. From, from the Beast, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's hear this quiz. Okay. All right. Uh I don't think, I will also say this, I don't think I would get any of these right. Jesus, why are we doing this then? I, she just sent them to me blindly. Okay, and I, I don't know, them blindly. Blind. I do prefer that it is this broad movies and not something like specific that like, you and I should know. Yeah, right. So yeah. I feel better. I, there might we... be no expectation that we know any of this. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. I'm All right. Here we go. So here we go. The Alan White quiz. What movie features Ferris Bueller getting himself killed when... Why does he say Ferris Bueller and not... Uh, Matthew Broderick? Yeah. What movie features Ferris Bueller getting himself killed when he takes his friends of color to the beach? <laughs> I give up. Glory. Mm. We having fun? Okay, so that's a... He, he, he writes these in, in a fun way. Yeah. Glory is a war movie. Mm. And he's, but, but it wasn't Ferris Bueller who went there. Right. But we knew who he meant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I give this three questions. And then if we, then <laughs> I, if, if I think we you don't... might give it two when you hear the next okay, one. Okay. Okay. Because I, I don't even understand this one. By what unit of measure does Vin Diesel live his life? Uh, it's Jimmy. Jimmy. Miles per hour? I get a partial credit there. Oh, wait. The, that's a hint. Allison. <laughs> miles per gallon. No, it just says... Speed? Quarter miles. Well, he probably says something dumb, like I live my life in quarter miles or something. Yeah, quarter right? mile at a time or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like we should both get a point. Disappointing. Uh, we should both get a point. Why would you get any point for that? You were you you all you did was change the word of my answer. Why do you get rewarded for that? Because isn't Vin Diesel in Speed? Not Speed. Um, no, he's Fast, Fast and Furious. And Furious. Yeah, that's a See, car movie. To me, that's Miles the answer. Gallon. How does he live his life? Fast and Furious. Oh yeah. Right? Wouldn't that be the answer here? Yeah, right. but he's asking for a unit of measure. A unit of measure. Final question for the win. <laughs> <laughs> for the win. Oh, should I? I feel like let me let me not go in order then. Uh, oh no, sorry. We can we can do more. Yeah. Oh no. I don't think that's necessary. Okay. But Alan, thank you for doing this where, where the rest of your fellow Patreon subscribers failed. All right. I'm Look, gonna, here, the truth is these are great questions. They are. Just not for these two people. That's right. Uh, I'm gonna, this seems a little more broad. Okay. That's why I tried maybe, to fire this, Tony. This seems like maybe the most doable. Okay. Name two movies with most death. Oh, um, uh, Eight Block Radius, whatever that's called. Eight Mile. The eight, radius? Eight mile. No, that's not the one, oh. though. It's like uh, eight... Uh, oh, Jimmy. <laughs> eight... Oh, what's it called? Something about uh, 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 an area of, of neighborhood. That's one. You're you're uh, in the ballpark. Yeah. And then I can't name another one. <laughs> well, I think you win, then. <laughs> I, I, by the way, I didn't name two. I described anyway, one. Double the amount of blocks there, and you got it. 16 blocks. There you go. What's it called? 16 blocks. It's called 16 blocks. Never I called it 8 blocks. Never, yeah, but you got, you're halfway there. I never have heard of this movie. Uh, I, Bruce Willis movie, I believe. Mm. And it was good. And most stuff was very good in it. Give me another one. Can you name another one? I can't name one. Well, now I can, but before I couldn't name one. Uh, Give us a hint. Can you a do hint? that? Uh, yeah. yeah, there's one uh, that was uh, based on a very popular book. 
Came out in 2005. Allison, Pelican Brief. (laughs) (laughs) Did I win? I don't know why that was the perfect answer. It was the comedically perfect answer. Um, I think she... Oh, she didn't get it right? No, that was not correct. Wait, 2005? Yeah. Uh, Right, obviously Pelican Brief was before that. That's why mm -hmm, that doesn't work. mm -hmm, (laughs) Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think this movie did well, but the book has been around. It's a very old, popular book. And Mo Steff was in it? Yeah. Is it the Bible? <laughs> name one movie about the Bible you've enjoyed. There's none. Zero. But the book, people seem to love. They do. And they argue over it. Um, 2005. Uh, is there another clue? Mm-hmm. Who's the author of the book? Does that give it away? Uh, boy, I would have to look up. Off, the, I don't remember off the top of my head. Uh, it a is prayer a, for Owen Meany. It is a uh, the IMDb describes it as an adventure comedy sci-fi. Adventure sci-fi. Think about sci-fi. sci-fi. Mm. Science fiction. Again, I think the movie kind of didn't didn't do all that it didn't well. Do great, huh? But the most stuff. I, I I don't know. I'm oh, not a sci-fi guy, so I'm Douglas a, Adams. Wrote oh, the book. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. There you go. Oh, that did not do well at the movie theater. But people seem to love that book, huh? They do. I've not read it. Nope. My son just read it. Did he like it? Yeah, he liked it very much. Does he like science fiction? He loves science fiction. Loves it. I've never met your son, but I feel like I love him. Um, you would enjoy his company. I he, bet he's I a would. nice young man. Yeah. Um. All right. We're going to do a bonus segment called How Dare You on the Patreon bonus. But we're going to wrap this one up. Okay. Did you win? I think you did because you got, you got an answer correct. Did so I? Bad. No, I didn't get anything correct. <laughs> and I got the Douglas Adam one, Adams one correct when it was spoon-fed to me. So I think we tied. Yes. Okay. I think Alan White is the real winner. Alan White. The Alan White, thank you. The thank you the for allowing us to ha- have a little fun at your expense. You're a hero. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Allison Rosen. Listen to my other podcast, Childish. Go to AllisonRosen.com for all your other things. I'm on Cameo. Um, I'm now paying people to let me send them videos. Cameo.com slash Allison Rosen. It's just a joke. I just mean I keep lowering my price. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy. What did you start at? Can I ask? Oh, like 80 or... And what's it down to? Like I think it's 39 right now, but I really should go lower. I really should go lower. But or it, don't do it at all. Yeah, those are the options. That's your other option. <laughs> I take right? it you're not doing it? I am not because I don't I, – I, I, I'm with you in that the amount of money I think I would want to charge um, are what big famous people are charging. Yeah, well, it's crazy how low some people's prices are because I was like, I'm definitely like – I think 150. I think I might have started at like 150 or something insane. Wow. Well, I was just like – the demand is going to be great. I got to make it worth my while. I'm, I'm joking about that part. But I was like, I, you know, I want to make it worth my while. Yeah. And it turns out that that was, I was vastly overestimating my worth on, ca- or, or on Cameo. On Cameo. Yeah. Because you have your listeners here. Well, here's the thing. People who want access to me, they already have they it. They have it. Yeah. That's kind of why I feel it never not funny. But yeah. that, that's the main reason I would do it. I'm sorry to spit on you. Um, the main reason is that they, 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 they get enough of me. Right. Uh, so doing cameo seems like I'm begging for more money. Well, the, I, cameo reached out to me. Have they reached out to you? Uh-huh. I had a friend whose friend started the company. Oh, cool. so I was approached to be like the, one of the first the ambassadors. Yeah. And I was like, no, I, I, I think with the players club of never not funny, it's like people are already paying me money that's, to hear and right. see me. So that's like my Patreon and yeah. I love Patreon. Um, 
Yeah, they reached out to me twice and I'm like, we keep getting requests for you. And I'm like, oh, really? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't, I don't think that was true is my suspicion. Based on on the returns? Yeah. I've I've been hired like five times, which is nice. That is nice. It's nice. It's nice. But you look and it's like Joey Fatone, who's a delightful person who I had on my podcast. He's like, I feel like he's like, has like 25,000 reviews or something. Like there's people that people really want. But don't you, that, to me, I, I think there's a level of celebrity that that is perfect for. Yes. Yeah. And uh, and I don't know if I'm at that. I think that uh, again, the people that would pay that are already paying yeah, to hear me. Same. So same, right? Same. Uh, I, re- I received my first cameo for oh, my birthday. Oh yes, from the Birdman, Coco Beware. <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> he was an old '80s wrestler. Ah. My my friend kind of did it. Just you know, it kind of uh, yeah, yes. just to make me laugh, and it worked. And, uh, See, I, and yeah. I think if you do it that way, that's what that's for. Yeah. Cameo's yeah. good for that. And I think his asking price is $25. Right. But again, that... Jackie Johnson. Who's Jackie Johnson? Excuse me. She hosts Natch Butte. She's, um, she's, she's a great podcaster. And she's, she's an actress. Gave, she's who gave me the nickname Tamthax. Oh, yes. that's right. You brought her up earlier. But I knew, I knew she, priced, she priced hers at 25 And she's like, you got to think of it this way. $25 is like a, a good birthday gift price. Oh. And it makes sense. Because all my requests have been some someone says birthday is coming up. Yeah, so twenty five bucks. So maybe you'd get more, but at the same time, twenty five seems like you're. And then with their cut, yeah, I right. No man. So Jimmy Pardo, where where might people find you? Please plug all your Jimmy Pardo. Well, things. obviously cameo. Yes. Um, <laughs> first of all, uh, well at Jimmy Pardo on Twitter, JimmyPardo.com, NeverNotFunny.com. Thank you. Excellent, Tony. Where where do we find you? At Tony Thaxton on Twitter and Instagram and uh, Bizarre Albums every oh. Tuesday. Jimmy Pardo's favorite podcast I hear. It is. Oh, I was I was putting words in your mouth, but thanks. I listened to one, so it must be. <laughs> it must be. <laughs> Listeners, thank you for listening. If you want more, if you want some How Dare You, check out Patreon. Uh, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time. Yeah, Allison Rosen is your new best friend.